Welcome to the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Please discard unnecessary fees and expenses before going through security. Check your emergency fund at the gate and securely stow your well-conceived portfolio in the overhead bin. And when we reach cruising altitude, remember, you are now free to move about retirement. Hey everybody, welcome back into another edition of the podcast. Thanks so much for checking us out here on the Retirement Pilot. Once again with Steve Hoover. Steve, what's going on, buddy? How are you this week? Doing great. Doing great. Everything seems to be going along pretty well. Got through the summer, and now we're moving into the fall and hopefully get a little cooler. It is encroaching on us as we speak, that's for sure. Well, good. I'm glad to hear things are going well. And I've got a good topic for us to talk about today. I want to talk about savers, uh, responsible savers. Even the best of us make mistakes, right? I mean, you're out there doing, uh, you think you're doing a good job with everything, and you probably are, but there are a few places where you could hit some missteps if you're not careful when you get really good, like people get into a groove right of, of really uh, saving and putting away for retirement and uh, even those folks can sometimes well, a lot of times we talk about on the show people who are maybe uh, late to the party or trying to play catch up so I thought I'd switch it up a little bit and talk about you know folks that, that are doing a really good job but just a couple things to be aware of uh, so that you maybe don't go too far in the other direction such as cash I'll use as an example you're doing a great job saving, but you're kind of really too enamored, too in love with just having cash and sitting around doing nothing is also not being very beneficial. And now it might make you feel good to see a certain dollar amount in your savings account, but that money's just kind of sitting there and could be put to better use. Oh, absolutely. And usually what I ask people to do is keep no more than three to six months of living expenses sitting in their, their savings because they'll go, well, what about a, something bad comes up? Well, typically when things like that come up, you can go ahead and tap into other assets to pull that or more importantly, insurance will cover a lot of those issues. You know, if you have a 20 or $30,000 hit, right? you know, insurance is going to come in. And I'll give you an example. We our son was just involved in a car accident on Friday night. Somebody hit him and then took off. Well, it totaled out his car. And so now, you know, we're left with, you know, the, the deductible was a thousand. So we got the money out of the car, but, you know, insurance is going to cover most of that. So for most people, insurance is going to go, well, what happens if I get sick? Well, your insurance will cover it. So typically you only want three to six months sitting in cash. The balance of it, you can find some safe areas. They're going to give you some reasonable returns. But also keep in mind, if you keep too much in cash, your buying power over time whittles away because of inflation. Yeah, and I think a lot of times people will do that, right, Steve? I mean, I, I do these shows all the time, and I have uh, someone send an email into another show one time, and they were talking about how they had $100,000 in, in their savings account, and it just made them feel good to see all that money in there. And based on their math, it was like just way, way too much. And so, you know, the response was, well, have you ever had, do you even foresee a $100,000 emergency? Like, you know, it's like, that's an awful right. lot of cash to have sitting there. So yeah, it's easy to kind of enjoy and feel good about seeing a certain dollar amount. And that's understandable, but just make sure you're working with your advisor on an appropriate amount so that you don't have what we call lazy money uh, sitting around, not being as effective as it could be. Like, like Steve said, losing that buying power. And so same thing, we'll talk about the risk, Alice uh, the risk side, excuse me, of that. So if you're doing a really good job saving and you're pumping a lot of money into, let's say, your 401ks or your IRAs, just don't forget that, you know, to check that riskometer, if you will, that you're saving really aggressively, but that you're not in vehicles, let's say a 401k that is highly at a lot of risk. And so therefore, as you're aging, you make sure that you're rebalancing that thing, right? 
Oh, absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the biggest things is that right now we've been in such a uh, an upper trending market that people are just maybe they're getting a little overconfident. When that occurs, I always tell people, look, in emotion, greed takes over and the greed takes over that I want a little bit more. And when that happens, you start taking a little bit more risk, a little bit more risk and a little bit more risk. And then all of a sudden the market changes and then your other emotion, fear takes over and then you make poor decisions of selling when the market's going down as opposed to, in some cases, writing it out if you've purchased good quality equities or investments like that. So you've got to match your risk to your goals. If your goals haven't changed, then the risk is fine no matter what the market's doing. Yeah. And again, that simply can be averted by just having a conversation with your advisor, taking a look at what you've got, just kind of doing a reallocation, doing a rebalancing and just going through that because your your risk tolerance is going to change as your time horizon changes, or at least it should be anyway, how much you want to be exposed to. And everybody's situation is different. And maybe you want to go hog wild, but at the same time, you might not want to uh, uh, have that much at risk without having that conversation about it first. And that kind of also leads us into another place where the responsible savers, I was talking about dumping a lot lot of money in the 401ks and the IRAs and those types of things. Well, then that now is building up that tax time bomb, which you get to look forward to uh, if you don't start doing some planning around that, because all those accounts, Uncle Sam's waiting on his cut. Oh, absolutely. And I always tell people, look, we've been drilled for the last 35, 40 years to defer, 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 defer all the money, all the taxes you can, because when you retire, then you're going to be in a lower tax bracket because you're going to be spending less. Well, I find with my clients, and I've been doing this over 23 years, they don't really change their lifestyle. They want to keep their lifestyle the same. The money goes to different places, but they typically will spend the same amount. And with our current federal budget deficit that we have at $22 trillion, we are headed for higher taxes. Right now, we're in the lowest. And I've been telling people, Let's take advantage of that window right now. We have a window of opportunity because we are in a period of history where the the income tax rates are as low as they've ever been. But we do know they're going to go back up guaranteed January 1st of 2026 because that's when the current tax law sunsets, if not before. So we have a limited time to actually do some things to get money from the deferred side or the tax later side to the tax free side. And it's I kind of in my workshops, I talk about pay me now or pay me later. And if you keep piling money into those tax deferred accounts, which are you only want to put it in a certain amount, you do need to see, have some tax deferred, but the balance of it should be going into the like the 401k Roth for tax free withdrawals. If you keep pounding it in and doing the Dave Ramsey, 15% goes into the deferred forever because you won't be spending much money when you retire, you're headed for a tax time bomb. There's a former comptroller of the U.S. government, David Walker. He's written a book. He's on everything talking about we are not in a sustainable area with our debt and taxes are going to have to double or a combination of spending cuts and income tax rates. But we know politicians won't cut rates. So what are we left with? We're left with taxes going up 25, 30, maybe doubling in the next eight or nine years. So what I always tell people is let's get some money into that tax-free bucket. And sometimes it makes sense to pay a little now so that you're not going to get hit later on when the taxes go up. Yeah. I mean, right now it is, you know, as they say, the taxes are kind of on sale. So I think everybody agrees they're going to be going up at some point. Who's, you know, what administration is going to be the one to do it, so on and so forth. That remains to all be seen. But if you can take a little off the table, take some out of those 401ks and IRAs and pay those taxes now, it may be worth it. So have that conversation with your advisor. 
Uh, and, and of course, if you need some help, if you're if you're not working with an advisor uh, or you want a second opinion, that's you know one of the reasons we do the podcast is to put some information out there for you to uh, listen to and check out. So reach out to Steve and his team at 913-685-3207. I wanna, I'm yeah, sorry, Mark. Let no, me interject one thing. You yeah. said something really good over there of moving money from the tax later to the tax rate. Yeah. It needs to be in a plan. You just can't yes. all of a sudden just decide to do it. So it's a plan that has to be planned out. And then it also has to have, you need to know what's going to impact you tax wise. So we always do tax computation. So you kind of know what's going to happen on that. So. No, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And so again, you know, one of the reasons we do this. So, you know, if you need some help, if you've got some questions, if you're just a little unsure, come in and receive that complimentary retirement edge process and uh, sit down with Steve and talk with him at Wealth Partners Corporation. And you can find him online at wealthpartnerskc.com. That's wealthpartnerskc.com. Or call him at 913-685-3207. And the final piece I wanted to just do here on the responsible savers bit is, uh, Steve, one of the things that people tend to forget, they get so ingrained. And again, we're not punishing you for doing a great job and saying, you know, you've been really diligent with saving. These are just some things to think about to maybe not forget about a couple of these pieces because you've been doing such a great job. But also don't forget the whole purpose of why you've been saving and that is to enjoy retirement. And I think sometimes people have a little trouble remembering that all their hard work and saving over the years was for a purpose. You get into, let's say, 20 or 30 years of a routine of doing this, and you forget that it has an end game, and that's to live a little when you get to retirement. Oh, absolutely. And as I kind of go back to the the lifestyle, you know, do you want to work for 35 40 years at one lifestyle and retire and then are so paranoid about running out of money that you live half the lifestyle. And all you do is go around and worry about if you have enough money. If you plan right, you don't have to worry about that. And you can, as you said, enjoy the rest of the time you have on the on this earth because, you know, I'm 57. I've got less time now going forward than I had previous. So you might as well enjoy it. Be, you know, practical. So you just don't go, you know, doing crazy things with your money, but planning it out and enjoy yourself. Because at some point we see it with parents, we see it with grandparents. At some point age catches up to us and we can't go on a trip. We can't drive long in a car or on a plane. And you always wish you could. So it's kind of like, enjoy it. You know, you've saved, you worked hard and enjoy what you've put away and just plan for it. Yep. Nope. I think that's a great point. So again, folks, reach out to Steve. If you've got some questions here on the retirement pilot, we make it pretty easy for you. Go to the website, wealthpartnerskc.com. That's wealthpartnerskc.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well. You can also submit us email questions and that's what we're going to do now as we wrap up the program for this week. Uh, And this one's from John and Casey. He says, uh, Steve, he says, I really like my advisor. We get along well. Seems to do a pretty good job for me. Uh, However, I don't feel like I get a lot of my questions answered and I'd sometimes walk away feeling a little confused. What's your thoughts? That's seems kind of contradictory, doesn't it? It is. And, but I hear it an awful lot. Oh, I've, and a lot of times that's because you've worked with the person for a long time and they probably have done a good job for you. But a lot of times you just want to have contact. We've kind of all gotten into this age of electronics of doing nothing but an email or some even worse have said, well, you know, I have an assistant, so you need to talk to the assistant and you'll talk to me only when you need to move money or something like, you know, in that case, or proactively contacting and saying, hey, how are you doing? When we work with people, we get to know a lot of detail about them, personal detail that they open up to us. And 
we need to be outgoing and proactively visiting with him and talking with him and asking him how things are going. And unfortunately, what he's talking about happens a lot. And also people aren't in our business. So they don't understand all the things that we know. And we have to make sure we pause, we listen, we connect with them, and that we explain to them very simply what, you know, what we're talking about, as opposed to assuming they know, because unfortunately, they're not in it every day like we are. So his complaint I hear all the time. And all I can say is, look, call your advisor, talk to him, and just make sure you visit with him. And if you don't understand some, just ask him. Yeah. And, and most advisors will go, oh, I'm sorry, this is what it is. No, I think that's a good question. You're not alone in that. But at the same time, really think about the question you sent and ask yourself that if you say you get along and you have a good relationship, but yet you don't feel like you get a lot of your questions answered. So there's something amiss. And maybe it's just, you know, now it's the, a time to look at a different type of advisor. Maybe it's just you've been doing that for a while with that person. Maybe they're more accumulation versus preservation. Lots of different things can go into it. But, you know, it's never a bad idea to at least get a second opinion on the plan that you have. And if you'd like to do so, or just get a first opinion because you don't have one, well, reach out to Steve here on the Retirement Pilot Podcast. And uh, again, you can do so by calling 913-685-3207. That's 913-685-3207. That's going to do it for us this week. Make sure you uh, check out this podcast by subscribing, listen to past episodes, future episodes. Uh, You can do so at his website, which is wealthpartnerskc.com. While you're there, check out the team. Uh, Lots of good tools, tips, and resources on Steve's website. And we'll see you here next time on The Retirement Pilot. Steve, thanks for your time, buddy. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Mark. Take care. All right. We'll catch you next time, folks. Take care. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.